Tonight on Hipstarter Night, now available on iTunes. Purchases now online at hipstar.ca. The original 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM Please send your contributions to the Heart and Soul Foundation. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstarter Night. Monday, July 17th, 2017. Great, beautiful, but chill and simple relaxing weekend. Almost felt like a vacation. On the road, got some sun, lost to Ray Beauchamp, North Bay. It's beautiful out there. How people like go and actually see this place as a vacation spot. Really relieved my soul coming back. Chill ride with some chill boys. And I'm not the only one, as well as Jay is being on the road and getting his name out there. Which is great for for the past two years changing our gimmick and being known as bitter guys that thought that we gave it all up, making it feel that you had something to offer again. That's a good thing. Smash on Sunday, Holden Albright really excited that he gets to pick up boys from the border, private messages from Colt Cabana, makes for a good weekend. I believe that we can also be optimistic when these things happen. Good things happen to us. Wrestling can be good again, when at the same time it can be really shitty. If you could dig this, uh, number one, I, I, I hate and I will never return to North Bay ever again. No, um, no, no, no. The fans are very hillbilly down there. It's very scarce. Yeah. A lot of the stores are boarded up. Uh, a lot of the places, you can't get gas. I almost ran out of gas with Jackson Jarvis on the fucking road. Yeah, of course. That was embarrassing. And, uh, you know, I uh, can't stand North Bay or anybody that runs in North Bay. So that's my opening statement on the program. Kind of slow. You number know, they didn't really know two. what climate change or global warming was. The fact they, they kind of had hesitate on what a vegan was, and it's like, how am I supposed to work my gimmick when this town won't even update yeah, themselves on how the world is? They don't even know anything about being a hip star or being vegan. They yeah. wear flannel shirts, uh, vests, a lot of uh, knit sweaters because they're hibernating all fucking winter long. Of you know, while their husbands on a snowmobile somewhere getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's just even uh, in the summer. Not the. It's a, it's a it's a very very weird culture. That's all I have to say. As well as the Friendship Festival here in Fort Erie. I've been staying home lately, and I got called in mm. to do the Friendship Festival, sell some shirts. Con- I got injured over the weekend playing foosball. Oh, yeah. And I okay? canceled my Crossfire fucking date because of it, you know, which upset the promoter. Wait, you injured yourself and, playing uh, foosball? How does one do that? Like a wrist injury or, like, took a ball to the eye? Like, hurt your I th- went thumb? to kick the foosball and fucking tripped over some cords that were in the sound stage area. <laughs> and... Twisted my ankle off the stage. Of course, of course. So, a lot of these, uh, you know, the marks that come in to set up wires and cables for ship or terrestrial radio. I was there, of course, for Giant FM, and mm-hmm. you know, they're just stoners that want to play foosball after during the downtime. And uh, I'm one jobs, of those stoners yeah. that wanted to do those things. They only so wanted to be producers so they could have like an air hockey or foosball table in their studio. Yeah. That's ideal. Like, you ever look at Corey Motley? It's not like he's running for president of the United States. He's a perfect candidate for foosball. Yeah. That's all he wants to do in life, you know? I mean, look at the, how the guy uh, lives, you know? Get a yeah. name for yourself, yeah. get on the radio, do that dream for a bit, but the dream is just, it's like uh, the, the, the seaside I, of dreams. Just uh, for me to fucking get by. Year here in Niagara. You know, the Morning Man out of Z101 is open, and that's a shoot. Mm-hmm. Right now, I got the application sitting in front of me, but like, you know, here in Niagara, $30,000 a year, mm. like, that's basically, I mean, what did you pay to go to college? 
30,000? Uh, actually, it was Niagara College, so it was like half of that. It was like fifteen twenty. but... Yeah, so... How was the interest great. of OSAP? So the like? economy's only going to give you another ten grand on top of that to do a fucking morning shift on a station that nobody listens to. It just seems a little bit ridiculous. It is. Uh, ridiculous as our hobbies can be, as wrestling is. But kudos, yeah. I noticed, um, even though some fans are going to house shows, they don't know what wrestling is, right? They want to say, yay, boo, may preoccupy their kids for three hours. Right. That, that's all you can ask right. for. Then you got the real wrestling fans, the diehards that are uh, were at, like, Smash yesterday. Yeah. And I realized, yeah, we rip on them, but they've be- become a lot more respectful in person at live shows than they ever been. Like... Yeah. If they have a problem... Well, sure, I mean... If they have the a real, problem, they'll, the they'll go on the internet, right? And they'll write right. on the internet, yeah. because that's the world now, right? Like, we hide in person, I'm not going to say shit to your face, and then I'm going to write about how your match was shitty on a, on a thread. That's the, just the way the world works on any political topic. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the uh, live events on which the real wrestling fans go to, where you don't have a bunch of snotty kids buying Cody Deanermer's shirt... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Are actually they go to those events, the live events, because they serve alcohol. And a lot of these family-friendly shows is why I'm so against doing like a a family-friendly show in a community hall, much like Chris Aplon does. Mm-hmm. Is if there's no beer, then you got to accept community living and children as your audience, and yeah. uh, it's a little hard to get heat, you know. And yeah. then if you do generate some sort of heat, like they're legit mad at you, and the promoter wants you to actually apologize to the audience after the show to break kayfabe, and it just seems like a bunch of bullshit. Whereas if you're in front of a a, a drunken crowd, which is more my style, a little more. Uh, yeah, you're right. They don't mind to pull up the fucking internet and say, hey, you know, I, I wasn't impressed with Scotty O'Shea's match, or vice versa. Which, in person, the when after. they see you, be like, great match, bro. But Yeah, can after. I buy a fucking t-shirt? You know, I'm tired of the fucking wrestling community just buying t-shirts. Like, you're minimizing yourself in culture because... A lot of people are looking at you like marks. Like, it just seems... It's good money for the boys, I guess. ProWrestlingTees.com and 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK-1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK-1-NEED-A-GIMMICK-1-NEED-A-GIMMICK-1-NEED-A-GIMMICK-1-NEED-A-GIMMICK-1-NEED-
they need her, and then she's doing them a favor. They're not fucking doing them a favor. Smash is gonna fucking excel no matter what. Dude, 20 tickets ain't gonna change that. It's good fucking entertainment no matter what. Like, it, it doesn't matter. But again, like I said, it's just well, another case of a super fan trying anything to have a gimmick to get themselves over. I mean, uh, wait, even when she was selling Death Proof tickets, which e e they still didn't lose that much, I really thought her behavior was distracting at best. I mean... She was at the ROH event that just passed uh, in Niagara, or in, uh, sorry, in, uh, in Toronto. She spent half the show, 20 feet from, from the ring, yelling, Happy Birthday Tyson Dukes, during matches when he wasn't even working on the show. Like, what the fuck? Right, right. is, is that, like, a mental thing? What makes you think that that is okay? What makes you think, like, how, you go to so much wrestling, what makes you think that, like, you're not disrespecting it, that you get offended when we say that you are? How do you, have you not caught on to what wrestling is? Well, again, Bernadette has gotten herself in a position where she has got a gimmick now that has gotten over uh, with the fans, and I think it is hard for her to break it because her ego is not going to allow that to happen. Now, okay. as far as yelling Tyson Duke, happy birthday at Ring of Honor, I mean, again, she wants to put over that she's a Tyson Duke's girl, uh -huh. and everybody in that audience and the workers are going to know that she's a Tyson Duke's girl, she's and she's going to yell happy uh -huh. birthday until somebody acknowledges and points her out in the crowd and says, hey, is that Bernadette Johnstone? You know, uh, everybody uh, get on the mic and sing happy birthday to Tyson Dukes. And I think that with a lot of the promotions, for example, that it's easy to just send a DM okay. to Bernadette yeah. Johnstone oh, yeah. and get your 22 ticket sales course, because yeah. it's 22 tickets that they don't actually have to sell. Yeah. Well, so, you know, if you're a promoter, obviously it makes total business sense to just send a DM, mm -hmm. you know, I'm friends with you and, I, and, and we stare at your booze. On a nightly basis. Very distracting. If you sell me 22 tickets. Yeah. It's now, a... Uh, she needs... Uh, how selfish do you need to be to not realize that you're distracting from the in-ring action, though? The Death Proof Tournament, a couple years ago when they brought in uh, Ultimo and Carino, mm -hmm. there was two friends that I know of that came from, like, the Rochester-Syracuse area, and right. they, they they were autistic. You know, simple, simple kids, but harmless and fucking cool kids that just wanted to see entertainment. They had to hide the back of the room, which distracted, well, which obviously, like, hid them from the action they wanted to see because Bernadette wouldn't stop yelling, wouldn't stop being in the front row and being a huge distraction. It's, it's very, very disrespectful, and it's killing indie shows. Like kids as well, like kids who are already kind of like thrown off by the noise, and you got this small little dwarf midget lady who's triple the age of them, but acting the same attitude, and she's just very intrusive, and it's so fucking aggressively distracting. We need to stop that. I think we need to like kind of put a ban on her. You know, indie shows need to have like signs like these people are not welcome here. When you're like taking tickets, and Bernadette's face needs to be on a majority of the promotions in Ontario. Uh, the, the the history of uh, indie wrestling here in Ontario mm -hmm. has been filled with hecklers from the beginning of time. Okay, the drunk section, uh, sign guy Dudley, yeah, uh, the <laughs> Moss Crips before they got into the business <laughs> were all Mark sitting in the front row. Yeah, you know, and it's just since the beginning of time. They want to be the center of attention. I don't think that they have the accolades mm. of being cool outside their wrestling bubble. 
you understand what I'm trying to say? A lot of these people of are single white males, single white females. Yeah. Um, right. And I think, you know, when you're walking into a uh, general public, if you're going to a, a cinema, for example, with a Tyson Duke t-shirt on, yeah. but the general public is going to look at you weird. And of the course only go do a job interview. That you have is to go to these indie shows and say, "Look at me. Take a selfie with me. Take a picture with me. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, yeah. I am here. I brought front tickets, and all you people bought tickets off me. And I'm going to shout at the top of my lungs for the entire show because the boys all know who I am. My name is Bernadette Johnstone. Thank you for your contributions. Thank you for being a number one super fan here in Ontario. And do, you, of course, uh, do you think she brings it up at like job interviews? Like, so what are your strengths? Well, uh, I uh, sell twenty tickets for independent artistic Live shows, event. and uh, I got right. fifty yeah. people choreographed and uh, singing "Happy Birthday" Tyson Dukes, and and I'm a big uh, supporter of indie rest wearing your black and white Mark Haskins T-shirt. Like, <laughs> how do these people like really? have a productive stance in society now like what is yeah that's it i mean uh that's all that's going on uh like uh we've all been there not to that extent not to that degree you know but i had had team canada tna wrestling t-shirts that i purchased online i'm embarrassed to talk about it now <laughs> of course i've been in the business 12 years but, but you're supporting our turn support being the mark yeah you know? and it's just you know now, Team Canada wouldn't talk to me if I paid them. Yeah, it's it just seems to be that pay, weird Please, take my money to talk to me, please. <laughs> and we talk about support yeah. indie wrestling all the time. And you know what? You can say it, put it on a t-shirt, put it in a status all you want. You're not doing it if you're taking away from the boys or the action. So if you truly support, you sit back, you buy a ticket, and you buy into your favorite wrestlers, and you let them work let them do their job because it's only a monday on the beginning of the week just let them work let them work let them work let them work tonight tonight on hit star today children get together everybody must be fair i can't put up with this argument. oh man i've been like raw vegetarian diet and it's Maybe it's clearing me out, but I got fucking gas, like the smelliest gas, which we thought, like, I thought beef would be the the thing to blame, but maybe it's the veggies pushing everything else out, but, oof. Studio C is uh, a hot box of farts here.